Hello. Hi, hi, hi. Hello, Coco. Hello, Shirley. How are you doing today? Yes, I'm pretty good, thank you. Good. On this fine summer afternoon. Oh, this fine summer afternoon. On this I have no idea why it's so fine this I afternoon. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out a little bit later on the I'm episode. I'm wondering why it's so fine. Why is it so fine, Shirley? <laughs> oh, I don't know, Coco, you tell me. Wow, I think the first thing that may be why it's such a fine afternoon, because we don't only have a guest with us, we have a returning guest. A returning guest. From season one, here she is, our friend, <laughs> Rachel. Oh, what? Oh. oh. She's arrived. <laughs> Here she is. She's got a Pinot with her yeah. again. <laughs> She's a Pinot Grigio girl over there. <laughs> Hello. Hello. It's me. <laughs> I was so confused whether that was going to be Adele or Lionel. We were, we, we were toying with like Lionel or Adele. We were both there. I see it. Adele Lionel. There we go. We'll Ad- go with that. Adele or Lionel Rachel. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like I was trying to say Adore Delano Rachel, but. Yeah, I'm busy. I'm so sorry. That's stuck in my head all of this week. This past she week, started. that has been stuck in my head since she released it. Shout out to uh, Bibi Sahara uh, Benet. Uh, Bibi uh, Sahara Benet. I always try and do three Bs. I don't know why. Bibi Bahana Benet. I always try and go Bibi Bahara Benet or something like that. How have you been, Rachel? Yes. I've been great. Thanks for having me. Ooh. Thanks for returning. Well, yeah. Thanks for coming back. We thought <laughs> Had after to come last back time. for a second. Oh, seconds. Take another piece of the pie. What? <laughs> Where is she getting this from? I don't know. I don't know why I'm so excited today. Who knows? Today. Who knows why I'm so excited today? I wonder, I wonder why. why. I wonder why. Maybe it's because you're turning another year older. Oh, is it my birthday? I didn't realise oh, that. Oh, oh my god, why? Oh, like, we dropped the birthday bomb. Say what? Like, what? why? Oh, is that for me? <laughs> it's me, Ruby. Yes, you're turning 16, finally. Oh my god, shut up. I'm <laughs> turning 46, and happily, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. No, 210. Bye. <laughs> but yeah, so, Rachel, you return again for my birthday. Birthday. I always come for your birthday. She Ooh. always comes. For my birthday. <laughs> What's going on? Why have the tables turned? I, what do you mean tables turn? We're all sat at the same table. We're yeah, all... <laughs> I'm normally the one that's like, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> now you're doing it. Sorry, what was that like? Was that what was that that came out there, Shirley? Was that your inner goddess that I think you were hiding? What goddess? I don't know. What was there something there? Did I just blink or? I don't what know happened? what you mean. Ow. <laughs> Ow! Ow! Sorry, I've completely derailed this. Three minutes and fifty-six seconds in. Oh my god! Uh, anyway, um, I was gonna go on into a sweet note, um, and yeah, I remember back to last year when you were here for my birthday, um, and we spoke about like kind of what my favorite birthdays were and all that kind of stuff. So I was actually thinking this time to. Throw it out to the table. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! But um, like, so I was thinking, like, yeah, what have you had any like favorite birthdays or like any funny birthdays? Maybe don't have to be your own, I guess. Good because I've not celebrated mine really ever. 
Okay, pause. Wait, what? <laughs> so my birthday is in December, twenty eighth. Just saying. And <laughs> ship your pre- presents to the PO box in the comments. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would say Amazon wish list available in the uh-huh. comments. Yeah, it's exactly. Public. There's lots on there that I need. <laughs> She'll do a show for the Amazon wish list. <laughs> and it's always celebrated pretty much in January, but only with like a meal, like you know, nothing special. There's nothing happened at the meal Like you've gone to like a nice place For like a meal Not really It's always been like Pizza Express <laughs> Classy lady Look at this classy, classy broad Do you need your taste card When you go as well <laughs> Oh I use the taste card Yes I do Two for one Two for one <laughs> Two for one But it's all good Because she's by herself So like yeah, Two for me <laughs> Can you, you still get two for one? Or is it just two like mains? Is that well, how I it works? I fucking hope so. Because I didn't I'm know if it was like for. two people for the price of one or something. Because that'd be really awkward, wouldn't it? Well, I'll, I'll find out for you. <laughs> Why don't you go in and be like, hi, I want to use my two for one voucher. Oh, sorry, you're dining by yourself. Um, My boyfriend's sat right there. Like, he's invisible, but like, he's, he's like, you know, honey, he's take good. off your invisible suit. I know he's like a superhero. <laughs> he's in Marvel films. You might have seen him. I don't know. <laughs> She's just taking a piss. <laughs> Mm. That little uh, Oh not done yet Okay Just gotta give it A little shade <laughs> Oh god But yeah Obviously you grew up In the states though So I like This may be just A massive like Movie misconception But did you Like do any like I feel like they do Massive birthday parties In like back gardens And stuff Or is that not a thing So to have a massive birthday party, you need friends. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Which I did not have. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Because I was a nerd. (laughs) Yes. What kind of nerd? Go nerds, though. I was like, um, I was so much of a nerd that I learned Elvish from Lord of the Rings. Yes. (laughs) Oh, really? I did. Wait, is that an actual like language you can study? They actually built it out to be a language for like the books and stuff. So we had this like elvish lexicon stroke dictionary that me and my friends used to like write notes in class but in elvish and then pass them to each other and then translate them and then like write them back and then oh so like your your teacher must have never have known what was going on surely if they they found the note or like like, as soon as they picked it up and saw it was elvish they were like like, okay you're not fine don't worry like keep (laughs) passing those you are not getting into any trouble (laughs) (laughs) Please translate this for me. Oh, it says, do you want to come over and study tonight? (laughs) (laughs) And then the teacher was like, nerd. (laughs) (laughs) At the front of the class, nerd, am I right? (laughs) Can you still speak it? Oh. I think I remember one thing. Eliana, listen to me. Oh, that made my bum tingle. And I think it meant (laughs) something. Did you just say that made your bum tingle? (laughs) Yes. Your little... Your little <clears throat> you might You might be the first one to open it again. <laughs> Clean out the cobwebs. <laughs> and it meant something like, you've been very nice to me or something. I don't remember. I don't know. It's Aww. stuck in my brain. I Don't ask me to speak it. No. So my mum used to make me wait until the time of my birth to get my presents. Oh, which okay. is four thirty-seven in the afternoon. Oh, so I was eight twenty in the evening. Yeah, my whole birthday day oh. 
and then get my presents and four at the afternoon. Like when I was eight, can you imagine how pissed off I was? You were like waiting for it. <laughs> I was you literally, like, I was like, can I have one? Can now? I get my fucking Barbie doll now? Thank you. Like, can I have one? And she was like, no, go read the Bible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And, I, and I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so she then used to further the torture and put all my presents in a big giant box that was bigger than me. Like, true story. She'd either do, like, boxes inside of boxes inside of boxes. Or she would get, like, a refrigerator box that was bigger than I was. Oh, my god! And put them in the bottom and make me go in through the top. Wait, what? what, what? <laughs> but That's basically what? You're like, as in, like, there was, like, foam in there? Yeah, or just, like, an empty like, box? No, okay. she'd put, like, like those, like... Packing you know those, foam and stuff. Yeah, yeah, peanut, yeah. Like, packing yeah, yeah. foam things. She'd fill it with those and, like, put the... But what? You'd have to, like, there. go, like, under so sea diving. diving for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh I'd have to go god. diving. And it was always the case if there was something big I wanted. So the specific birthday I'm thinking of is when I got my first iPod. Do you remember the okay. iPod minis, like the colored ones? Oh, yeah. I had been begging for one and she was like, we'll see, we'll see. And I knew it. So I was an only child and I was quite spoiled. And I was like, I know she's got me that. Yeah. And I get to the end of this box and I'm like, I mean, it's all right, but there's no iPod. And she was like, oh, that's not all your presents. My mom doesn't talk like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's not all your presents, Rebecca. <laughs> I want to pull like come help me back with Becca. Fuck's sake! And then she would have hidden the golden ticket of all presents somewhere else in the house. Oh, okay. So you've gone like and deep then, sea diving yeah, for like no reason, like, yeah. as if I hadn't worked hard enough. <laughs> do you I have then... to, This is a really weird question. I do honestly understand how weird this is, but do you have to like hold your breath if you're going under those or like I don't know I've never dived in a box of air. Of it's fine okay I mean I was like did you eight, ever accidentally so... inhale one like, kind of like <gasps> I probably choked on a couple I'll probably find some in my shit tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah like, how did that get there <laughs> well there goes my eighth birthday <laughs> happy birthday to me here you go <laughs> That's your present, by the way. <laughs> oh, lovely. I can't wait to unwrap it. A piece oh. of packing foam from 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Preserved just for you. Uh, how about you, Shells? Any funny stories from birthdays? Or <clears throat> I don't know why I presumed funny, but... <laughs> why Why would you not presume funny? Um, My life's a mess, and we all know it. A mess in a dress. Yeah, a exactly. mess in a dress. Uh-huh. Uh, probably the funniest... Oh, I don't know. It's... It's tough. I think it's... <laughs> so the best birthday that I've been to is one of our house parties. And we used to throw massive house parties. Mm-hmm. There's there's actually two. I'm sorry. I'm going to ramble on this too. Um, the first one was this boy from school called Jordan. Um, <laughs> we were, He was in our class and he, like, we were actually quite good friends with him. But he like made the event on Facebook a year in advance. And oh. it was, I think it was his for like a house party for a house party. That's when you know it's serious. Yeah. <laughs> serious <laughs> house you party. You better block off the day before, you, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. the day of. You better and get your outfit after. planned. Like, <laughs> like yeah. you've had a year. There are yeah. no excuses. <laughs> and we were, I guess, he must have been turned like 15 or 16, one of them. And he named it the big one. And we were all fucking howling <laughs> at the name because we were all immature back then. And still are. Back then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I just remember that we we all got there. As soon as me and my friends arrived, it all fucking turned to shit. 
There was someone thrown up in the drawer upstairs. Someone oh was gosh. eating a block of cheese out the fridge. And then we... Th- <laughs> and <That's> like, <laughs> not like the... At a party. <laughs> like, we I all, think we're talking about you being a nerd, but I think you, you and your English friends people are like savage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I can imagine, like, uh, like this is short why we film. Left. <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> I can imagine a short film of just like him, like a, a kind of shot of him making the event on his laptop a year in advance, and it just cuts to you and your friends bursting through the front door. Someone goes straight upstairs <laughs> and vomits into a drawer. Someone like picks out the cheese from the fridge and like, like bites it off, and is like, oh yeah. Like, and everyone, uh, everyone scrambled because. <laughs> wait, what? Everyone scrambled from the party because um, a taxi was coming down the road, and they thought it was the police. And we were like, oh my god, we've all got WKD. Oh my god, we're gonna get arrested. <laughs> So everyone fucking scrambled over the fences. It was <laughs> and then the the second one was when um, Holly turned 18 uh-huh. and she had a house party. And I remember uh, going, <laughs> going to put my coat upstairs and my alcohol. This is like five minutes of me getting there. And I fucking fell down the stairs <laughs> and nobody saw and thank fuck. But I obviously had to go and tell everyone that I fell down the stairs. Yeah. I just slipped. I don't even know what on. Like, did you drop anything? Did you have anything no, with you? No, I had, I had like a bottle in my hand that was open and I kind of like pushed it into the air, <laughs> saving it, luckily. Uh, but yeah, I fell all the way down to the bottom. And I was fucking howling at the bottom. By yourself? <laughs> By myself. Still is, to this day, slipped down the stairs today and today. laughed herself. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Nothing's the... changed. Okay, great. Yeah, so, um, uh, we used to get wild at parties. Yeah, real wild. So Block wild. of cheese, <laughs> turn yeah. up. Uh huh. I must say that is one thing you guys do really well: house parties. <laughs> I love a house party. Yeah, I'd never been. I'd been to like two, one mm. drinks at someone's house. Yeah, I before. feel like maybe it's more drinks in someone house, someone's yeah, house over like, there, whereas we, we do drunk, it like kind but of. But like it was like because everyone's houses in the states are typically so far away, you usually yeah. have to drive. Yeah, so it's to, like yeah. it's not like here you can be like, oh, get a taxi. Yeah, or like you know, go grab the tube. Yeah, yeah. Oh, grab the tube. Oh, fucking walk. <laughs> <laughs> so like when I first came over here and like the first house party I went to, I was like. This is amazing. This is a house party. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially if you're staying at the house where the house party is. Oh yeah. Yes. You literally just cane it uh-huh. and then pass out somewhere. Pass out somewhere on and for some reason only at a house party is it acceptable or like the floor is so comfortable. Yeah. Right? Am I right? All the time. I don't know what it is. I never sleep on the floor, but after a good old house party, it's like, yeah, I'll take this spot on the floor. Yeah. Whenever someone's like, oh, do you want the sofa? No, I'm good. Right here. This this floor panel right here is doing my back good. So let me see. At a house party when I was a bit younger, probably around the same age, actually, like 15, 16. Yeah. Totally camped out under a table. It was like the comfiest like thing ever. I don't know what it was. So good. Even now, like I still find floors comfortable okay it's been like a very many years since i've done that but okay house party in my head (laughs) i am far too old i was gonna say i've kind of been to have a house party no to have a broken hip by sleeping on the floor (laughs) i got my hip pad in to help me with that bitch is rattling i'll pay for a new hip for you don't worry (laughs) happy birthday Oh, I get to unwrap it now. (laughs) You get to install it now. Yay. Yay, thank you. It's a turkey baster. (laughs) What? What's the best present you've ever received, Rachel? Oh, yeah. That's a good question. It's 
got to be that iPod. That iPod? Yeah. Was it engraved? Yeah. Oh, what did it say? It was my favorite color. It just said like, to Rachel, love mom. Aww. Sweet. That was it. And I had it for years. And because like some context, I wasn't allowed to listen to like secular music. I knew this. Yeah. We spoke about this before. So I wasn't allowed to. um, So I could only listen to like Christian radio stations and all that kind of stuff. Um, which is great, but then when you go to public school and you don't know any of the music that well, like references or anything, yeah, uh and you're like, do you know this one band? They only (laughs) sing about Jesus, (laughs) and everyone's like, no, no, we don't. (laughs) It's a little bit like intimidating. So that was kind of my first gateway into being able to have my own say and what I listened to. Yeah. Um, because we already had like a family computer and shortly after that I got my own laptop and all that kind of stuff. So I could control what I listened to. Mm. And it was my first like, Oh my God, I want to listen to Britney Spears. Yeah. Oh my God, I want to grind around in a (laughs) rhinestoned, like nude. I know, right? (laughs) What was the first non-Christian song that entered your iPods? Oh, USB. I'm like 99% sure it was Britney Spears because I remember my parents flicking through the radio one time <laughs> and Britney Spears came on and I was like, who is this? I need to be here. Queen. Right I now. Right now in my life. So I'm like 99% sure it was a Britney Spears album from some point. I want to say it's the one that Toxic's on. But I don't remember. What was that called? I'm turning to you, Shelley, because I don't is know. It like, is it albums. in the zone? I think it's in the zone. Apple Music, I'm turning to you. Ooh. That's probably one of her, like... 100 points for in the zone. <laughs> uh, uh, it, oh, I oh. think it's in the zone. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. ding Bitch ding. knows her Britney. Oh, Yeah. So what was it, actually, a really quick question though. What was it like then growing up with the kind of Bible and like Christian, because how, how much of like genre variety is there in Christian music? Thankfully, when I was growing up, there was this whole like big thing about making Christian rock a thing, oh, which cool. really is what got me into like rock and metal and like a lot of the stuff I oh. love today. And growing up in the South, like obviously there's a load of like country influence. Yeah. So you get a lot of that anyway. So I was really kind of lucky to have quite a lot of diversity. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say as it's as diverse as like secular music, mm-hmm. but I at least had something more than just like hymns yeah yeah because yeah. oh, well, it's say a Christian little bit music. more interesting yeah when you say christian music you think like standing Gospel up in church and, and stuff, singing like, like, like a hymn yeah <laughs> but no it's surprisingly a lot more diverse like i remember going to concerts when i was like 13 and it was the same kind of music i would listen to now you know like alternative rock it yeah. just happened to be christian and I'm still like, I actually still follow one of the bands I used to listen to back then. They've kind of separated a bit from the Christian roots and uh-huh. so have I. And yeah, you know, yeah, that happens, funny. but their music's still good. Oh, wow. So I'm still going to listen to that. So I was re- actually quite fortunate growing up. Yeah. I was really thankful to have that diversity. Yeah. Because coming then coming into mainstream music, I was like, oh, okay. I actually have a music taste that isn't just one thing. And like, I guess with Christian rock then, I mean, it's very obvious, but what would the lyrics and stuff be 
about because i have two things in my mind and let me know if i'm right on either one (laughs) so i initially i think just like in in the way that most rock songs or whatever would talk about a lover or something they maybe just talk about jesus or they just take like bible verses and make them melodic with some rock instruments it's mostly you know number I mean? one it's okay, mostly cool. number one okay so it makes it actually a lot more relatable like when mm. you want to kind of so as the example i gave i still listen to a band called skillet yeah okay. and they are a christian rock band ah. it's actually two married couples uh-huh. who are the bands so the i think oh the ladies do like guitar and bass and then one guy's yes. the singer and one guy's the drummer it's the christian rock version of abba i know right oh my god <laughs> I need to listen to this band. Oh God, she's going to be hooked. But it's the same way that it's it's how you put it. You know, the way a lot of songs would talk about people and, you know, lovers or something. That's how they talk about, you know, their higher being. And oh, wow. these days they've kind of drifted away from that mm-hmm. a bit. But back when I was listening to them, you know, about 10 years ago or so, it was very much that. So it made it an easier transition into kind of, like mainstream yeah more mainstream music of any genre i guess yeah um so anyway parking the whole uh jesus uh (laughs) christian upbringing there let's move on to your current lifestyle let's turn this right around to the other end (laughs) let's back this car up (laughs) of like pole dancing fitness queen exactly Um, yes (laughs) um but before we move on to pole uh obviously last time you were here with us you were talking about doing a kind of few little what they call tough mudders uh not little in any respect but um tough 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 mud mud (laughs) tough mudder I'm so sorry, listeners, to what you thought you would tune into this week, but this clearly is not meeting those expectations. Did you just hear that ugly laugh from me? No. Did you do a bit of a money talk? Look at me when you said ugly. But yeah, so before we move on, so obviously last time you were with us for my birthday last year. Um, Yeah, you were talking about the fact that you wanted to do kind of 10 Tough Mudders, I think, Um, because you'd already done four. Right? Okay, cool. So you had six yes. remaining for last year. That is correct. Obviously, we're talking about 2017. 2017. <laughs> 2017. <laughs> um, it's been a year since I've been on this lovely Apple podcast platform. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so did you master the tough murder challenge? Challenge. Uh, yes. Ooh! Yes, I did. Yes. Oh, yes. So last year, I basically spent... 80% of my weekends mm-hmm. traveling around um, and I did six in yes. a year yes oh my god some of them were two weekends in a row so back to back oh so, it's in like one weekend head back so, to work for the week and then and next week another one yeah oh my so gosh. for big cities basically for London uh-huh. they'll do a weekend one and a weekend two because it's right. so busy they can't fit everyone in like one weekend like too many people yeah and because I needed six mm-hmm. to reach my goal I was like well I have to do it because there's not enough in the year otherwise um, oh my gosh. so yeah so some weekends I did back to back but it was a good like one a month one every month and a half that's crazy because they're so full on as well they're really full on thankfully by the end of it my body kind of gotten used to it so at one point i remember um me and my boyfriend were up north it was one of the north ones Mm -hmm. and we literally got back 
had a shower and then went out with his family for like dinner and drinks and no. we're like oh don't mind us we've only you know run 12 miles today yeah <laughs> and like done like loads of impossible you know, obstacles i've yeah. only earned this pizza i'm about to shove in my face <laughs> you get that slightly i'm better than you yeah you get that kind of like oh you thought you were gonna bring the dinner conversation no 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 honey i got this you just sit down okay but um it was so rewarding and so fulfilling yeah but this year i'm glad i'm taking a break yeah i think you'd have to though yeah it took so much time and effort like training for it and then doing them Mm -hmm. like you forget about life in between yeah um so there's other things that we want to do you know there's other great obstacle courses out there like elements and spartan race and all that kind of stuff um which we want to do are they like um, the same sort of thing or they so yeah more they're really similar or? so spartan is a little bit more crossfit based oh, oh okay so tough mudder you can skip an obstacle and that's fine uh-huh. you know go on and do your thing where a spartan kind of up the ante a little bit and if you want to skip something you have to do a penalty which is Ooh. gonna be like a form of exercise so it could be like okay if you want to skip this you have to do 20 burpees or something oh, like my that goodness so it kind of adds a little element to the challenge because you have to do it think about something else. by the end of it by like my last couple mm-hmm. um i'd already done all the obstacles so i was like if i'm too tired to do this one then like it's uh, no i'm not bothered yeah, yeah exactly yeah i'm still running 12 miles you know like exactly you know, it's still yeah. a thing um whereas that it's like okay if you're not going to do this you have to do something else so make a decision no thanks and they have three kind of levels yeah so their reward tough mudder gives you headbands um spartan gives you a medal and the medals all link in together to form one medal in the end so you by doing <gasps> that's the first really cool one, yeah. yes. so by doing the first one you kind of get the first piece so that's only a 5k uh-huh and then the second one i want to say is like an 8 or 10k oh my gosh and then the last one is like a full one like tough mudder is so it's like 12 or something like that that's so cool and the headbands from tough mudder what's the like last one you get for that i can't remember what is it like a black one what is it so every time you do one you get a standard orange one so wow. i have 10 orange ones oh wow because okay. i've done 10 yeah um but once you've done more than one you then start getting colors so oh. the oh i can't remember the number the order i should but basically from more than one you start to earn different colors so the blue will be for if you've done three right so two or three the green will be i think the blue is two the green is three and then you get yellow for four to six Oh, and then you get ooh. pink from seven to nine and then you get the black when you get ten yeah yes. so you've got a black headband so i've got a yes. black headband i've got like and all the others as well yeah from... all the other ones so i literally have a box in my room full of headbands oh yeah. my I have gosh nowhere else you got to put them. Of them. Yeah. yeah so i'm gonna maybe get them framed so oh get that's awesome like the ten um orange ones and then like one of each color like underneath those 10 yeah assuming i haven't lost any i should have enough to do that and then get them framed and put them on the yeah wall. i still can't get over that you did six in one year it was intense and i didn't have a life yeah like <laughs> which is the reason why this year i'm like let's party let's party. do all the fun things because i'm not training 24 7 we should throw you a house party i oh would gosh, love yes. that yes um 
So obviously you said that you're kind of taking this year out. You're well, not out, but you're kind of, you know, like uh, taking a break from the Tough Mudder element. But I have a, a cheeky suspicion that's not where your fitness journey ends, Miss Rachel. Huh? No. Maybe talk us through what you do for Never. a little bit of fitness, a little bit of fun. So I am a pole dancer. Very proudly. Um, yes. Very proud of it. Um, so it started back when I was finishing uni. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of ours, actually, Liz. Yeah. Liz. Yes, Liz Anderson. Yes. Um, she's actually an amazing PT now. I don't know if she's yes. PTing other people, but her fitness journey is incredible. Oh, like I love and I follow her. Like this is a little bit of a fangirl moment. She probably never realizes how much of a fangirl I actually am of her, but. I stalk her Instagram all the time. I'm like, she's, she's fascinating to look at. Such a strong woman. And yeah. She's so supportive of women getting fit in the right way. You know? Yeah. I always not... remember when I spoke to her about stuff like that, she'd always come from that angle and I was always just like inspired by it. But yeah. yeah, she's not one for, you know, the fad diets or anything like that. You no. know, she's totally just about eat well and treat your body well yeah and go lift some heavy shit in the gym yeah and like that will get you where you want to be and i actually think she's maybe training for her first weightlifting competition yes Um, i think maybe bikini i'm not 100 percent sure don't quote me on this yes but hashtag women in fitness yeah she is literally the pinnacle of it if anyone wants to follow her her instagram cheeky plug her instagram is elizabeth underscore jane j-a-y-n-e underscore anderson um she's an incredible body positive yeah honestly she is fitness women empowering person and she's amazing and she gives workout tips and just little notes in my instagram that come from her like you yes. can do this and you know oh, you're the best that's so and sweet. like she's the sweetest in the world but it was her that got me into pole i didn't know that because obviously we yeah. um i mean this is a little bit of a side note and i assume most of you if you look at my instagram know that i pole dance also <laughs> um but yes i remember but you are the reason i know she might have been for you but you are the reason i got into pole dancing <laughs> yeah because i remember that obviously you invited me or like you were like oh i want to go pole dancing but like it's a bit weird and i was like fuck it i'll come along with you like whatever we'll try it and we'll do it but yeah so she i didn't know she was the one that originally like kind of spoke to you about so it, she yeah she used to actually pole dance with one of the former pole dance world champions oh my god like back in the day they both started together and like liz is so strong she was so good at it yeah and eventually she kind of it wasn't for her anymore but she said to me she was like you should try it yeah just try it like what's the worst that's gonna happen try it yeah and I did and I loved it. And yes. And is still doing it. And I still like, love years it. Years later. Yeah, I still love it. I've had my ups and downs with it. Uh-huh. But I still, you know, it still gives me life and yeah. gives me passion and And that's part of the journey, right? With anything like that. I feel like especially kind of with, you know, I know it is a journey for most things, like, you know, you're more kind of YouTubes and everything like that, but I feel like for fitness it's like even more so that kind of you get real knockdowns that you have to really get yourself back up from like and really go back to class and really like mentally get yourself back in the swing of I'm good for this I really want to do this like I'm going to keep at it you know what I mean that's the thing it's all about practice and that's yeah. you know I can totally relate to that lately you know not being able to go to class and all these kinds of things it all takes practice yeah and 
a lot of people I know who start, they say, oh God, I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to pull myself up. And it's the practice that gets you there. Like you have to stick with it if you want to improve. Yeah, like no one's going to be able to do it from the get-go. Like they're not going to be able to, it's not that they're going to walk into their first ever pole class and start spinning around and like, don't look at me like that. Except for you. Don't, I did gymnastics when I was younger. So so that prepared me. That was my practice. Some, (laughs) I was about to say Shirley. Shirley pole dances. Shirley pole dances (laughs) around some poles as long as they're eight inches long and have girth. Ooh. (laughs) Gotta have the girth, girth, girth. Oh, don't do that. (laughs) But Coco (laughs) has a background in gymnastics and contortion. Yes, she does. So basically... When she walks into a pole room, she's better than like 98% of us. And the 98% of us just hate her for it because she's just so good at it. <laughs> but you were talking about practice and I had, I did like probably like five or five years or so of gymnastics before I went into that room. So a lot of the skills were transferable. It's fine. And that would be one of my biggest pieces of advice for anybody going into it. Yeah. You don't know someone's history. Mm. Like I know a lot of girls who are amazing at pole and they have gymnastics or dance or, yeah, true. or, you know, calisthenic backgrounds of some kind. And it just makes them amazing at some of the really hard stuff. Yeah. And one thing I really learned is that you have to appreciate your own journey yeah. throughout mm-hmm. the process definitely everyone's journey is different and some people will be really good at one thing and not very good at something else so like i'm actually proud that i'm good at things that you're not so good at definitely for once in my life definitely well because like like, part of the gymnastics stuff um i was never uh, like a lot of the strength stuff i was taught or like i could yeah pick up it was fine but a lot of the like skin conditioning because a lot of people get miss they misunderstand the fact that like pole dancers wear like near to no clothes because they use the skin on their bodies to like grip to the pole so like if you if you see a pole dancer like like kind of hanging on the pole have a look at what body part is touching the pole because that the skin on that body part is like literally gripping against the metal to keep them on it so like stuff like that i can't i can't i still can't do i can just about start doing stuff like that because the skin on my like legs and arms and stuff has started to be conditioned i'll teach you Uh, yeah okay thanks Uh, Um, can we please turn that into a youtube video yeah (laughs) pole tutorials i'm too busy becoming night on you anyway so But yeah, so stuff like that, I'm totally, no, absolutely, hands up, I'm not good at all. But I think it's so important to embrace your own journey throughout Mm. it, whether that is in fitness normally or pole or any other kind of aerial art or anything like that. Your journey is important because it ultimately leads you to be a better performer. Yeah, definitely. So like I'm really conscious of the fact that I feel like I'm bad at things and I let that drag me down. Mm -hmm. But then I try to think of the things that I'm good at. Yeah. You know, and from a pole perspective, I really embrace exotic pole and heels and just feeling my oats and being sexy. And like, that is what I try to embrace and floor work and all that kind of stuff. So for our listeners then that may not understand exactly what you're talking about. So, 
please explain to us the difference between maybe like pole for fitness or like pole exotic. So, <laughs> I don't being as PC as possibly <laughs> being as PC as humanly possible. <laughs> so, I'm just gonna backtrack a little bit. Uh huh. I appreciate everyone who shares a video saying pole dancing came from like India or China because they had these guys climbing up these poles doing these awesome things Mm -hmm. and like that's great and like that is a style of pole in and of itself Chinese pole is a style google it like it is its own thing yeah um but ultimately modern pole dancing comes from the strip clubs yeah it comes from the strip clubs it comes from the girls who were working their asses off trying to figure out how to hustle better Mm -hmm. and so they came up with these tricks like half the tricks we do in the pole world were at some point made by a stripper yeah at some point so at the moment there's this real dichotomy in the pole dancing world that personally i feel like we should get over is that the fitness aspect and the sexy aspect uh-huh. should be mutually exclusive yeah i don't i don't agree with that personally uh-huh. i know lots of people have other opinions yeah and that's great and any and every style of pole is amazing and athletic in its own way yeah but i really identify with the sexy or more exotic mm-hmm. air quote mm-hmm. aspect of pole and it might be, you know, what some people more associate with traditional, authentic strip club pole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Where I you're feel kind like... you're doing more floor work and you're doing kind of more kind of, kind of, uh, like, I guess moves that would be associated with being sexier or kind of, you know, not maybe for the eye of fitness, but more for the eye of a viewer, shall we say. Which and is totally what I, I'm like, I'm going to be all the way real. Pole is definitely more of a, what you would class a hobby for me. As in, I like to have fun. I like to fuck it up on the floor. Like, that's my outlet for that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, I definitely didn't join pole. I wouldn't say originally or now for fitness per se. That's just a lovely subsequent, you know what I mean? Of me doing pole. That's why I would say anyway, like. I think the best way I can describe the difference is that the people who are more in the pole fitness camp Mm -hmm. and even a lot of the girls that do exotic as their main bread and butter, I class them as athletes. Yeah. No, like like people don't really understand how much it takes. You know, like pole dancing from a fitness perspective is now in the Arnold Classic um, in the States, which is wow. a notorious bodybuilding and weightlifting competition. What? Yeah. But pole Crazy. for fitness is in the Arnold Classic. Um, a girl that I follow who is was last year Miss Pole Dance UK, Cheryl Teagan. Yeah. She is sponsored by USN, which is a fitness supplement brand. Wow, I didn't she know that. She goes yes. to Body Power and does pole as a fitness equipment like as a piece of fitness equipment like doing something basically saying i have an amazing core and strength you know give me kettlebells i'll do this or give me a pole yeah and i'll i'll kick ass i'll fuck it up yeah doesn't it like it literally works out every single bit of your body yeah right because you're up and down the pole you're on the floor whatever you're doing so to put it into perspective like even floor work and even heels and all that kind of stuff everyone 
sometimes I feel like there's a stigma that more exotic pole is air quote easier mm. and it's really not no. it's really there's, not it's because still a technique it like... takes so much of your core to do all those floor work things to do all those cool leg moves and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um so i actually did a photo shoot on sunday and just holding the position for an amount of time oh works your whole body yeah like from head to toe you're getting worked, girl. And actually, the funny thing is, which um, did transfer a lot from gymnastics, I guess, as well. People don't realize, but you're kind of... When you do a pole move, okay, great. If you're doing it for fitness and you get into the hold, that's great. Oh, God, just not my microphone. Do me. Um, yeah, if you, like, get into the move, that's great. But then when you do, like, more exotic dance or, like, it's more for dance, but you better make sure those toes are pointed and your arms are flexed and like everything's kind of more together, which that's where I feel like it moves like into every muscle in my body is physically flexed so that I either am in the hold or I'm at least looking good whilst in the hold. Do you know what I mean? It's not like you can kind of, you know, go up into an invert and have your feet flexed, you know, like you may as well not even invert in the first place, you know? I think something else that a lot of people take for granted is how heavy heels are. So, mm, true. so like anyone who's walked around in a big ass pair of shoes, you know how heavy they are. Yeah. I feel like that's one thing people forget about. You know, the shoes look great, but they actually weigh a lot. Yeah. Definitely when you got the like platform pleasers on. Yeah. And stuff. yeah. It's literally, I call them my ankle weights. That's literally <laughs> the nickname I have for them. They're my ankle weights because they weigh like... A couple of pounds each. Yeah. And so doing something without them versus doing something with them on, it's completely different. And also I feel like for me, when I train in my heels, it's really funny because it you obviously you have to naturally be more flexible or like you kind of have to extend more because you've physically got what, like seven, if you're wearing a boot, maybe seven to 15 inches more of your leg kind of as as an extension almost so like any moves where you're like tucking your leg through something or you're kind of wrapping it around something or other you have to kind of almost allow for that extra like you know like i say seven to 15 inches being on your leg so again it takes a lot more than maybe people really think it does when they're looking at like a performance as it were yeah i think that's one thing that's really taken for granted like the fitness aspect of pole is so inspiring like yeah the things that people are coming out with if anyone's interested in pole i would say look at yvonne smink's um pole theater performance it is was literally groundbreaking My gosh. um so lots of pole fitness enthusiasts are saying this has changed the game like it was so good and so strong and so tight and that are you okay, Sean? Yeah, sorry. He's it's over my eye, tight. but I laughed at tight as well. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Can't get us through one podcast, can we? <laughs> but it's it's so good and so emotional. And like that shows how beautiful pole can be from a dramatic and artistic perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but at the same time, I just feel like we cannot forget about where it came from yeah we cannot discount the girls who are hustling every day in the club and learning shit on their own and coming up with new things on their own because i feel like they get forgotten about so there's this whole thing on instagram at the moment where stripper hashtags have been banned on instagram really? if you go hashtag yes a stripper as of yesterday it was banned 
Why? I'm not going to check now, but as of yesterday, it was banned. It's because Instagram's community guidelines said something wasn't right. If you go hashtag woman stripper, it's banned. If you go hashtag male stripper, it's fine. And there's there's such a stigma about being sex work positive like yeah, you know like what the it's fuck? a platform and you know what i learned so much from instagram i learned so much from watching other people do something and to have these things banned first of all diminishes their work yeah, yeah. but second of all it keeps people like me who want to learn from them from seeing that content yeah and the only reason why is because some asshole somewhere along the way decided they didn't like it and it's just like oh we'll ban the entirety of this hashtag whereas the male hashtag is absolutely fine and that's just such a misogynistic view yeah. to take oh like gosh. it's just like, like yeah it's just like grow up as well you know like sex work is sex work it's been around for ages it's a fucking job it's a good job as well it's like it uh, like under the right circumstances and in obviously like i guess the massive thing in sex work that everyone kind of is the initial filter they apply is the whole consent element but like at the end of the day like if i've gone up on a stage and decided to take my damn fucking clothes off and like twirl around a pole doing moves that i'd love to fucking see the audience come up and try and do do you know what i mean i just like like you say it kind of just devalues the whole effort of that like because i would honestly any listeners out there that are kind of sitting there I hope you're not because you shouldn't be listening to this fucking podcast if you are. But if you're sitting there thinking like, oh, you know, yeah, but strippers shouldn't be a thing. And like, I'm against them, blah, blah, blah. I genuinely will challenge you to try and do any fucking move that they've done on that pole. Because you will soon realize, Hans, there's a lot of skill, a lot of muscle and just everything behind it. But if you're against like strippers or if you're against sex workers, then you should be against anything that like has sex or sex sells with anything in it like pop music and films well, everything yeah, that definitely. we see like any music video these days yeah. like has got kind you can't of say that you it. can't like that you don't agree with sex workers or, or strippers and then like watch fucking someone parading around in their underwear on stage it's like it's so funny how kind of um yeah like everyone will kind of as soon as like i'm pretty sure there was a meeting at some point to go well where's the female magic mic or whatever and there was some people and i'm not going to generalize by saying some guys around a table um you know straight white males women can't run (laughs) studios or whatever i'm just saying um but yeah they're all sat around the table going oh no we couldn't possibly put you know females taking their clothes off and enjoying it oh goodness me like oh no hollywood cries like it's just yeah it's, it's crazy and that kind of it's so funny how things like that then play into you know putting it on a more local sense like the pole community because you absolutely have those kind of women and I'm not, you know, look, everyone is is able to have their opinion. It may be different to mine, whatever, but, you know, there will be those women that walk into that kind of pole class and have those preconceived ideas of, but wait, women aren't allowed to take their clothes off and enjoy it. Women aren't allowed to roll around on the floor for themselves. Like, hun, I'm in my house rolling around on the floor having a laugh. I'm not doing it with a guy sat in the chair in front of me. You know what I mean? Like, if I decide to, it's my choice. You know, and like, that's what people kind of discount a lot. It's that person's choice. We're kind of kind of in a place where like people automatically think this person's forced to go up on that stage and take their clothes off for, you know, the change to pay their rent or blah, blah. No, hun, they're up on that stage because they enjoy it. Not to say there probably are circumstances in the world where that might happen, but 
ultimately when I'm going, when I'm posting a video on my Instagram and hashtagging yes to stripping, I am consensually doing it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, people just kind of forget that. They kind of think like, oh, this person must be forced to take their clothes off. I must be forced to not feel good things about this video. Well, no, I decided to do that. So like, have fun watching and you she know? does it fucking well so feel good for her she's well, fucking yeah. slaying the game bitch oh my god yeah. you get up at that pole well yeah and that's that's god what knows I... I can't but i'll still celebrate it <laughs> jesus i don't have a goat swinging around on a kebab stick but you know i'll still cheer her on jesus <laughs> um um, sorry, can I have a chicken kebab with chips? <laughs> can I have a chicken kebab? Here's one Shirley kebab coming up. <laughs> um, and I guess we we wouldn't be doing our obligatory job here. Oh, look how that kind of came out oh. there. Nearly had a moment myself. Amicable. Um, so if people want to check you out, maybe doing your poll twirly videos, yes. where would that be, Rachel? So um, my Instagram is hypnotic requiem, but hypnotic is spelled H. P N O T I Q R E Q U I E M. I was just gonna say requiem, but I was like, oh, people might not. I can't spell that. But bringing it back to the conversation of inclusion and all that kind of stuff, I'm part of an amazing community of women. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of Facebook groups, which if you're interested, message me, I will totally get you involved. But on Instagram, one of my very best friends, her Instagram is beneath the jet, but she's such an empowering woman. You know, she is a curvy black woman who does not give a fuck. Like she literally is like, I am here for myself and here for my body. And I want to help all you other bitches get there. And that is her approach to life. And she is such a good person. And she runs this great community called PD Filthy Friday. Yeah. So if you are a pole dancer or if you're not and you just want to go have a look or if you're thinking about pole, but you actually just kind of grind on the floor on the weekend, (laughs) you are more than welcome it doesn't matter the size, shape, color, ethnicity, where you came from. None of it matters. Um, we are a community that's there for you. And I feel so lucky to have brought in to be able to be a part of it. Yeah. And to be able to support so many beautiful women and men going through their journey in life. And also in poll and in, you know being sexy and finding themselves and all that kind of stuff so if you're interested in that the instagram is literally pd filthy friday have a look have a browse look at all the beautiful booties that you're gonna find beautiful buddies and we go to loads of poll events we try to promote but also you know we're just here for a chat and a conversation about what is sexy? You know, we want to challenge what the idea of sexy is. It shouldn't just be one thing. Everyone should be allowed to feel sexy. And that's what we try to do. Aww. And I love know, that. That's my and plug. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, and I think that's to be fair and, and ending on a good note with the kind of pole element, I think that was the thing that surprised me the most. Because if I do relate it to my gymnastics experience, you know, a gymnastics club and gymnastics is so competitive. So even my my peers or my friends that I used to train with, 
we were training together. So like there was always that competitive element. There was always that kind of drive to be the best as it were. And I feel like when I came to pole, you know, I had that kind of, I had that preconceived idea in my head. I'm not going to lie. When I walked into the pole studio and I thought, oh, you know, all these girls are going to be stood in their poles, giving me like the mean girls, bitchy eye, <laughs> you know, like Caddy Haran walking in and being like, Jumbo. Um, but yeah, no, I think for me, that's been the biggest surprise of just, the community and i don't mean just like i mean if you do if you're listening to this and you think oh i want to try out pole please find there's many studios in here in london and anywhere i'm sure there's most places in the world that have a pole studio or at least a pole class um and yeah honestly that's the biggest thing i love about it is the community when you go to that pole class there's this weird unwritten energy like that's just like no one's judging you if you fall on your ass, if you flipping try and do something really cool looking and it ends up with your legs tangled around your head, then fuck it. Who cares, bitch? You get on the floor, you get back up and do it again. And it's that kind of element of, I will say sisterhood. I don't want to generalize because obviously, I mean, under all this wig and makeup, I am a man, obviously. Um, and there are <laughs> men in the pole community, uh, quite great ones at that. Um, but there is an element of sisterhood where like, you walk in and you're just there with your sisters having fun. Ultimately, whether you're doing it for fitness or whether for you're doing it exotic, you are there having fun. Uh, and that's what I love, to be fair about it, the most. Um, so there you have it. Welcome back, I guess, Rachel. Thank you for joining us again. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, but yes, we hope that you enjoyed listening uh, on my birthday again. My birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Happy Thank you. birthday to you. Okay, we don't need to do that, honestly. We're way past <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, good. Um, I can't sing. Yes. Uh, join us next week uh, for another lovely uh, episode of Afternoon Tea with Coco and Shirley. Maybe join us next season where we may have a certain somebody back. Who knows? Question mark. Around another certain date. Around another oh. certain birthday date. Oh, I'm just spilling oh. too much tea. Is that edgy? <laughs> Is that what edging is? Depends. Are you going to finish? Oh, God. We need to finish it there. I've had enough now. I'm leaving. I'm li I'm walking out. Thank you very much. And we shall see you next week. Or see you next week. We'll, you'll listen to us next week. Oh. Bye. Bye. Bye.